This is episode 134 for Tuesday, May 8th, 2018, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we revisit Style 25B, Saison. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Chris, and together with Travis, Sawyer, and Powers, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast may be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Boo doo doo boom boom. <laughs> People's Court. <Boo>. Nips. <laughs> Well, welcome back to another episode of Brew Styles. We are back in the studio after our visit to On Tap last week, which was a good time, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, we were visited with uh, Jeremy and, and Anna for a little bit there. There were guests on that episode. We had a good time. So, excited to be back in the studio. We're going to revisit Saison today. It's been a long time since we've talked about Saison. That was episode so. 15? What's a Saison? It was episode 15. <laughs> Actually, it was episode 4. We are Don't joined today. You gotta watch out or you might touch your butt. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big butt. Uh, today in the studio to my left is Powers. How are you doing, Powers? I'm doing... I'm doing. Well, he's he's here. He's not okay. Uh, apparently I, he got drunk last night and he's not feeling too well. So, uh... Yeah, well, so that was, um, yeah, that 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 was fun last night. <laughs> Not as much fun this morning being yeah. here at eight thirty a.m. thirty minutes after I had agreed to be, to be here. Here at eight, yeah. Um, we had a brew day today. Yeah, so I, uh, you know, I rolled out of the full size mattress that was laid out at my at my buddy's place and drove down here and. We brewed, and it was my yep. second batch, and full, I full batch, second full we, batch. We, I guess we don't count the first one. We, yeah, you know, it was a, it was a one gallon, yeah, the knockoff Mister Beer kit, the <laughs> knockoff Mister <laughs> Beer. <laughs> it's hop edition time. Yes. <laughs> um, no, it. So I did the Alamo Amber Ale uh, kit that Stubby has, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, brew day went, went a hitch. really well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I was actually happy with it because I was able to get pretty much everything done with you know limited guidance. That was kind of my goal yeah. today because when I brewed a couple weeks ago with Travis, it was kind of like okay, I want you know he was helping walk me through a whole bunch of it. You know, you didn't have to walk me through nearly uh, I, anything. I tried to stay actually. I the only time that I actually talked to you about brewing process was your hot break, but yeah. I tried to stay completely out of your way, and I was mm-hmm. watching you to make sure you didn't mess something up, but you did just fine. Yep. So I think, whoops, I, I think that uh, I'm, I'm ready to take the show on the road. I'm uh, <laughs> going to brew at home. I'm going to brew. actually home brew. <laughs> I'm going to actually home brew. And not visit brew. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. 
so I'll be I'll be taking all my stuff up to McKinney and starting to brew up there up awesome. at my parents' place. So it'll be yeah. a lot of fun. I did a, a clone of Sierra Nevada that I've done before, so we'll see how that goes. But anyway, two powers is left is Sawyer. How are you doing, Sawyer? What up? I am good. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Good. Anything interesting in beer this week? Not at all. All right. Yep. Fair enough. Moving on. Moving on. Two pa- uh, wow powers. I just did fail. That. Two Sawyers is is says left is Travis. Yes. How Sawyer are you drunk? <laughs> How you doing, Travis? Doing very well. I have brewed also this weekend. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I brewed on Friday. Wife and I took the day off on Friday to make it a four day week and a three day weekend. Always nice. And I took the just morning. because. Yeah, just because. Wow. Awesome. Just because it's the end of the school year and I've got <laughs> days to burn, so why not? Right. right. Very cool. <clears throat> yep. And uh, I brewed a beer that I've been planning for a while called Freezer Burn. And <laughs> what that is, is I've, I have a collection of hops in my freezer that have just been sitting there and have been collecting. And I realized that I'm not going to use them unless I had actually made a recipe to use them. So it'll be a, 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 rotating, a rotating style. So every time that I have enough hops in the freezer to burn, then I'll brew another batch of freezer burn. Maybe it'll be a... So is this a variant of India Stale Ale? No, it should be a lot better than that. Because okay. everything else is fresh. And the hops have always been in the freezer. Just some of them might have been around for a year or two. So they're still green? Yes. They're not brown? They're all still green. They all smelled <laughs> relatively good. Um, but they were all varieties that I'd never heard of before. Like Motowaku and Kotu. Tech uh, and, and, and C3PO. <laughs> one was HBC378, um, and then Equinox. That was the only one I actually heard it before. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they've just been collecting. I've been getting them from gifts and just from over uh, over time at, at Iron Mash. I'll get some and throw them in there or whatever. So uh, I did an IPA with all these different ones. And uh, interesting. Let's see how it turns out. Did you at least know any kind of flavor profile from these hops? Or you just kind of, yeah, we'll see what happens. Some of them had things printed on the label. like uh, And strangely enough, most of them were like tropical fruit notes. So I was seeming, I was seeing some trends between them. Uh, hmm. So I think they might work well together. There was only one package that I opened up and smelled it, and it smelled just like earthy farts. <laughs> no. <laughs> and that was the one I planned to dry hop with. I was like, I need to change this to an earlier <laughs> edition. So you bitter with it? Well, Get by that point, farts. it was already like 10 minutes left in the boil, oh. and I opened it up. I was like, oh, crap. So I just dumped all <laughs> them in there, mm. shift some things around. So hopefully I won't have earthy fart freezer <laughs> burn IPA. <laughs> well, I'm sure the beer will be interesting. However, you will never be able to recreate it. No. If it's incredible, you're just like, oh, well, all right, here we go. Well, there's that. <laughs> all right. Well, to Travis's left is Tony. How's it going, Tony? Joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me back, guys. Absolutely. Did you do anything interesting in beer this week? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, last weekend I got together with my buddies at, uh, Edgewide Date Brewing and they had a big, uh, there was a big unveiling of, um, one of the Eggleston's opened up one of their new buildings in downtown Weatherford and we handed out a lot of beer and we had a good time and got to meet a lot of people. And, uh, I took some family and friends up to Denison and we hung out at, uh, Ivanhoe Aleworks. Hmm. I had a chance to meet Johnny and I already knew Gabe, uh, Gabe's a good friend of the family and, so we had a had a few wines and had a few beers and the Amber Bach was fantastic beer. It awesome, was really well done, and it was a it was a good time to just relax out in the country a little bit. I've been up to Ivanhoe. I guess it was about two years ago now. Um, Sir Carr's going away get together 
because he was moving mm-hmm. up to South Dakota. And uh, me and Fratto and Ashley. Word. <laughs> and Sarkar met at Ivanhoe. And I was pleasantly surprised um, by, by everything. The, the ambiance was very nice to sit and enjoy a nice beer. Um, obviously, they had the wine store next door. It kind of shared a building. And um, I think Fratto and Ashley got a couple of bottles of wine to take home. But I was pleasantly surprised by the, the beer choices they had. And the quality was good. So... Yeah, I haven't been up there in a long time. I'd be interested to give it another shot. I oh. feel like I read recently that they had purchased a new building. Like they're moving into oh, a, really? a historic building on Main Street, like an old post office or something. Well, they were already I th- there, I think. I think that's where they're yeah, at. Yeah, that's where they, that's where they, they are. Because it was on Main Street. Expanded a little bit. And uh, it was definitely an old building. You know, the, <laughs> the brick look uh, inside, okay. not outside, but inside. It was definitely a brick and concrete floor kind of situation. But like I said, it was mm. it was a nice ambiance just kind of sit and, and hang out. So yeah, I'd I'd be interested to take another trip up there and, yeah, I need and to go. see. We could go camp out, you know, take a weekend camp out of Lake Texoma and go to Ivanhoe and nine oh three and I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, they got a little group on for four, you buy it up, it's nice. There you go. I mean, you can, yeah. Uh, uh I haven't been up there in probably six or seven years, but uh, uh my sister and, and brother in law, they grew up and they, they just live a couple of miles from the, the actual homestead winery where the wine is made in Ivanhoe. Um and it's a long story as to why it's not called the Ivanhoe Winery, but um, uh, so they know Gabe really well. And uh, I had, like I hadn't been up there in like six years. He used to make this sherry called Liquid Pecan Pie, and it won awards and awards. And I don't know why he hasn't made it in several years. They didn't have any, but uh, the selection of wines they have—they've got just a little bit of something for everybody up there. It was, I mean, it, you know, it, it is what it is. It's North Texas wines, but uh, it's a fantastic little selection. Easy, even has a nice little peach wine. So, How about that? Yeah. So if you do the Groupon, they give a little tasting, a little snack tray, a little uh, tour of the brewery there, and it's a chance to meet uh, Johnny. He's he's a really good guy. He gave us a nice little, hey, that's even better. There you go. Yeah, much better. There we go. Gave are. us a little tour of the place, and, and uh, it's like you said, it's got a nice ambiance. It's a 100-year-old building that they're in. It's it's kind of kind of reminds me of, like, Go down to Mike Golfos as a collective or something. You know, it's just you're just in this really old looking building, and it's just got a it's mm. got a great feel and a, and a oh, comfort yeah. of antiquity to it. So, how does this compare to Moonshine? <laughs> <laughs> no, a lighter ABV. Okay, <laughs> much, much. <laughs> What's fair? All right. Well, that's uh, who we have today. Thanks to our listeners for joining us and and uh, hitting that subscribe button. If you haven't, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and. Uh, leave a comment on iTunes, even if it's a terrible comment. Just you know, make sure you hit that five stars. <laughs> Y'all have fans? <laughs> yes, Anna, we do. Tens of listeners. Uh, we're also on, uh, you know, we're on iTunes and Stitcher and all that stuff. We're also on, uh, you know, Instagram and we're... and Untapped and uh, Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. So yeah, but anyway. <laughs> And as we speak, I'm actually going to use that login information to finally get us back on Instagram. Oh, there you go. Hey. Hey. Now that, uh, you know, Eddie has dropped off the face of the earth and stopped doing the Instagram. Yes. Powers are going to take over the Instagram. So hopefully, uh, this is Eddie. Some more things there. Exactly. Uh, Way to go, Eddie. Yeah. All right. So this week, we're going to revisit Saison. It has been quite a while. Since we've talked about Saison, I'm actually interested in, uh, in in doing this. I know the beer that I picked up I'm real excited about because it's a special release from a uh, 
a brewery that is known for their saisons. So I'm excited for that. So Travis, are you going to tell us a little bit about saison? Yeah. Um, since it has been seriously almost three years since we've talked about this, we need to do a little recap on what to expect from the style. Um, as far as the history is concerned, it was a provisional ale that was originally brewed in Wallonia, the French-speaking part of Belgium, and it was specifically for consumption during the active farming season. Originally, a lower alcohol product so as not to debilitate field workers, but tavern drink products also existed. So this was basically their what they were paid in, is paid in liters of ale. So that's why it would be a, a lower alcohol so they could drink and still work. Um, gosh, I don't know how they do that, though, because even if I have one beer and I try to go to the gym, I just feel terrible. You feel sluggish, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. It's calories. They needed calories to work. That's why we... A thousand uh, calories a day, and that was a quick source of food and liquid. You just drink uh, Michelob Ultra. Like, <laughs> 64 calories are good. Gross. <laughs> Um, higher strength and different color products appeared after WW2. The best known modern Saison, Saison Dupont, was first produced in the 1920s. Is it yeah. rustic? Well, actually, it was originally a rustic artisanal ale made with the local farm produced ingredients. It is now brewed mostly in larger breweries, yet retains the image of its humble origins. <coughs> um, so. What kind of things can you expect from this beer? Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, overall impression, it's most commonly a pale, refreshing, highly attenuated, moderately bitter, moderate-strength Belgian ale with a very dry finish, typically highly carbonated and using non-barley cereal grains and optional spices for complexity, as complements the excessive yeast character that is fruity, spicy, and not overly phenolic. And that's a main part of the style is the yeast character you're going to get. Less common variations include both lower alcohol and higher alcohol products, as well as darker versions with additional malt character. And I'm kind of excited about that because today I brought a light example and a dark example of the Saison. So that'll be pretty cool. Aroma. Quite aromatic, with fruity, spicy, and hoppy characteristics evident. Esters can be fairly high, moderate to high, and are often reminiscent of citrus fruits such as oranges or lemons. The hops are low to moderate and often spicy, floral, earthy, or fruity. Stronger versions can have a soft, spicy, alcoholic note, but low intensity. Spicy notes are typically peppery rather than clove-like and can be up to moderately strong, typically yeast-derived. Subtle, complementary herb or spice additions are allowable, but should not dominate. The main character is typically slightly grainy in character and low in intensity. Darker and stronger versions will have more noticeable malt, and darker versions taking characteristics associated with grains of that color, such as toasty, biscuity, caramely, chocolate, etc. In versions where sourness is present instead of bitterness, some of the sour character can be detected low to moderate. And that's something that I forgot about, is that you can have a bit of a sour saison, even though it's not a very prevalent, prevalent in that style. Would you say more... At least commercially, anyway. Tart or brett-like versus... Like a, a lacto-sour? I would think so, that they would lean more on the wild side of things. Mm -hmm. Especially just, you know, the, the warmer fermentation temps have got to lead more towards wild fermentation. Because, you know, as, as homebrewers, we know that you want to chill as fast as possible to get below that threshold of where those wild things, you know, germinate, I guess, very quickly. Yeah. So the warmer fermentation temps, you're going to get more um, wild yeast things happening yeah so i get yeah it makes sense that'll promote more of the uh 
phenolics and mm-hmm. esters you get from the yeast production. Yeah. Appearance. Pale versions are a distinctive pale orange, but may also be pale golden to amber in color. Gold to amber gold is most common. Darker versions may run from copper to dark brown. Long-lasting, dense, rocky white to ivory head, resulting in characteristic Belgian lace on the glass as it fades. Power sent a real cool picture the other day of lacing on his glass. Oh, yeah. Your beer that had, like, rings. <laughs> Which insane. one was that? Do you remember? Uh, that was Fire Ant Funeral by Texas Hale Project. I, you know, I... As as my manager was having an arg- having a political discussion with one of the other regulars at the bar, I'm just sitting there drinking my beer. <laughs> and Tony, I'll show you this picture, but it's um, it's basically like rings on a tree. The way this head, the head just formed on the glass, it was insane. <laughs> you put it on the Instagram. Hey, I should. I'll I'll do that as well. <laughs> so bonus content on Instagram. <laughs> there you go. My ringy head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You can get that checked out. <laughs> Clarity yeah. is poor too good, although haze is not unexpected in this type of unfiltered beer, effervescent. Um, so I know that the two beers that I brought have a lot of yeast sediment in the bottom. So I'm thinking that we I should know mine roll is, around. Mine is unfiltered also. Yeah, let's roll around, make it even for everybody. Yeah. Everyone gets chunks. Yeah, so that's good. I mean, chunks it, for everyone. You get chunks so, and you so, get chunks. So these farmers are prever- prefer- preserving a little leftover grain from the previous season. They, they, they boil it up and they throw it in the, the kegs. And they throw these kegs in the, f- in, in the barn. Yeah. And when harvest season comes around, hey, what do we get? You know, we're going to pay them. And you got to remember, these guys are burning 3,000 calories a day. This was a real source of easy energy for the them mm-hmm. you know i mean all of them did with george washington benjamin franklin used to pay his printers in beer and he would complain because they drank too much beer sometimes too so it's kind of funny well, he drinks one before breakfast then he drinks one with breakfast and he, it's, <laughs> it's kind of funny because you know and, uh, you know we're looking for jobs there's a, a job board that has all the band director jobs on it and uh every once in a while you'll see one for shiner texas hmm. and we there's the running joke of your stipend is paid in beer it's like, hey, that's I'd, not I'd be bad, okay with it because most bad. of, you know, you know my, the extra money that I make will might go towards beer things anyway. So you might as well just pay me in it. Right. So, yeah. My uh, my old middle school band director ended up being the head director at Shiner High School yeah. for just a little while. Was yeah. he paid in beer? And he stipend in beer? No, she oh, didn't dang. get any beer out of it. <laughs> but she did frequent Shiner quite a bit. Well, why not? So, when it's right there. After, yeah. after I've been there, I, I see most of the town frequents Shiner yeah. tap room. You know, Ever since we started drinking beer and visiting breweries, we're like, we need to go to Shiner. And we always talk about it. We never do it. It's a great trip. Now that they've expanded the brewery, I'd be mm. excited to go back. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. It's it was kind of a family-owned thing for a really mm-hmm. long time. And then um, you know, some, some great investors swooped in from south of the border and saved the company, really saved wow. the town, and, and turned it into something. I mean, you see, if you weren't – I mean, here in Fort Worth, we could get it, but – not much further from San Antonio, you couldn't get Shiner, and it was a different kind of beer then. It was a, it, it's a yeah. little different now than it was. Now it's all over the place. It really that's one of those things where it doesn't matter what tap room or restaurant you go into. If you're in Texas, you Shiner is one of the taps. Yep. you can get a Shiner in 47 states in America. I think now, I mean, it's all over the place, right? <laughs> and even though it's in our state, they still charge import prices for it. Yeah, <laughs> I've always laughed about that. The yeah. black lager. I'll yeah. tell you what. When they did their anniversary edition, they did 95, 96, 97, 98, 99. 100 year anniversary just yeah. the black lager i really enjoy yeah, the, that beer still to this I, day it's yeah I, I remember that the hundred was really good yeah. um that was what like seven years ago or yeah, something yeah yeah, yeah. 
Huh. 20 goes through there, right? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. I think that's an yeah. east-west. 10 goes <laughs> south. Hit no. San Antonio and turn left on 10. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> and then as far as uh, the flavors are concerned, you're looking for medium-low to medium-high <laughs> fruity and spicy oh, yeah. flavors say so. supported by a low to medium-soft <laughs> malt character, often with some grainy flavors. Bitterness is typically moderate to high, although sourness can be present in place of bitterness. There it is again. Both should not be strong flavors at the same time. Okay, so you don't want a bitter sour. Would you call it a uh, harmonious marriage? Perhaps. <laughs> Attenuation is extremely high, which gives a characteristic dry finish Very essential dry. to the style. Saison should never finish sweet. The fruity character is frequently citrusy, orange or lemon, and the spices are typically peppery. Allow for a range of balance in the fruity spicy characteristics. This is often driven up by the yeast selection. Hot flavor is low to moderate and generally spicy or earthy in character. The balance is towards... The fruity, spicy, hoppy character with any bitterness or sourness not overwhelming these flavors. Darker versions will have more malt character with a range of flavors derived from darker malts, toasty, bready, biscuity, chocolate, etc. that support the fruity, spicy character of the beer. Roasted flavors are not typical. Stronger versions will have more malt flavor in general as well as a light alcohol impression. Herbs and spices are completely optional, but if present should be used in moderation and not detract from the yeast character. The finish is very dry, and the aftertaste is typically bitter and spicy. The hot bitterness can be restrained, although it can seem to accentuate due to the high attenuation levels. And it's still a nice and tasty nod to brewing history. That right, was, thanks for that, Travis. That wasn't this beer. One of my favorite flavor profiles out of a Saison is black pepper. And there are certain strains of the yeast or, you know, certain beers that are, are on the commercial market that have a, a strong black pepper uh, note in them. And those are always my favorite ones. Every time that I've, you know, I've brewed a Saison a couple of times, and I'll always add a little bit of black pepper to my hmm. primary or secondary or whatever just to kind of help that note a little bit along, um, you know, any kind of like real soft citrus note. It's not over overpowering, but a real soft citrus note balanced with some black pepper, That that's a perfect Saison for me. So cool. I'm hoping we come across some of those today. I've Hopefully noticed, so. I've noticed in the styles it seems to be more prevalent in the ones that are using French yeast versus the Belgian right. yeast. I've, yeah. I've only used I've only made uh, one saison by myself, although the team had bruised at least one or two a year, and I used the Belgian yeast, and of course it got stuck. Um, mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's, it's really common for the Belgian yeast. I got stuck at ten fifty instead of ten thirty, which is what a lot of people. And I ended up having to heat the hell out of it, energize it, but you know, and it took a lot longer than i anticipated but once it finished and i've I've talked to other people who've used both the quality of the belgian yeast finish is not spicy like what you like Mm -hmm. it's fruity more fruitier which is what i like and my personal opinion is the quality is much higher on the belgian yeast Hmm. um i'm not particularly fond of but i do think i like the finish on the you know the drier finish of the french yeast it seems like the Belgian yeast are always a little heavier uh, than they probably yeah. should be for styles. I mean, anything Belgian's going to have a higher fruit ester content than, you know, other other strains. But I do prefer the French saison to the Belgian just because of that that spicier note yeah. that you get from it. So, awesome. yeah, we'll see what we uh, come up with today. I'm excited. Well, let's drink. Yeah. All right. Let's get to it. Do, 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 do. So I forgot that I actually did something with beer. 
do tell. Yeah. Uh, well, kind of. Um, <laughs> I played. A, I, I played. Well, don't a, get us all excited. And, <laughs> yeah, well, don't deliver. Right. I, I played a gig at New Main. Ooh. Oh, the one you've been talking about for the last like three episodes. Yeah. Yeah, that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Awesome. They, uh, they've got a nice selection of beer up there, and no, they're not brewing yet. No, they did a collaboration beer with Dirty Job, but uh, okay. Amanda told me that it lasted for like one weekend and it was gone. So, so like all of Dirty Job's beers. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> I still haven't been there, so I haven't had anything from them yet. From so. Dirty Job? They're, they're in Mansfield, right? Yeah, yeah. Da- old downtown okay. uh, on Main Street. It, it's, it's, it's okay. Um, I'll have to okay. check them out when I'm not hungover. But uh, <laughs> one of the beers they had at New Main that I really liked was the... Uh, uh, their their barley wine from Pedicolis. Um, hmm. It was the Union Jack IPA. No, they don't make that one. So no, it, it, <laughs> it was decent. I, I definitely thought that yours was better, Chris. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> but you know, twelve percent couldn't taste the alcohol. It was okay for me. Awesome. Fair <laughs> so, enough. Nice English. Yes. Cool. Yes, it was an English barley wine. So, anyways, all right. Well. Powers, hey, you're gonna regale us with our first brew. Yes, so this is uh, this is something that I've been drinking a lot of lately because I've been trying to get bottles. And you're like right down the street, kind of. Yeah, pretty much. And so it's been this in uh, this in Lakewood Lager, a lot of that. Um, so this is the Till and Toil Saison by Lakewood Brewing Company. Uh, you know, like like you said, pretty close to me. Uh, mm-hmm. they, I believe they're located in Garland, Texas. So. Uh, it is hold on there we go there's the stats you said hold on okay keep holding okay anyway and we're back <laughs> alcohol by volume 7.1 percent og 1065 ibu 21 swarm 3 this one was bottled on february 26th 2018 and the blurb says whether tilling a field or simply toiling through the day Texans know how to work up a thirst. Luckily, Till and Toil is here to help. Tropical fruit and citrus notes balance this thirst-quenching ale. Traditionally enjoyed by farmers after a long day in the sun, saisons are the perfect reward for a hard day's work. Although ours is a good reward for just about anything. Skoll. Uh, Pairs well with aged fontina, roast chicken, and patio weather. And bits of real panther. Yes. Wow. It is amazing. <laughs> so, beer itself. It's clear. It's clear. Ass balls. Yeah, we rolled this one around. <laughs> Thank you. And it was still clear, so I guess they filter down to the microns. To the microns. <laughs> we should call them and ask them about that, just to confirm. Go for so, it. A little bit of pineapple and some mango clear. in there, maybe. Mm-hmm. Now, it said it wanted a white, rocky, foamy head. Uh, of course, I poured a little softly. I didn't agitate well, it. It's I poured yours pretty heavy, pretty Chris. thin. It's not. It doesn't even lace the glass that well. No, it's it's not a heady beer. It's and not. even even when I, because I I poured into samples vigorously down the center. It didn't yeah. even it didn't even mm. really act up too much. Then even the aroma is quite fruity though. Yeah. Very it's sweet. Been a really long time since I've had this beer. As a matter of fact, the last time I played at the Balcony Club, I had this. I was beer. gonna say last time I had this was at the Balcony Club. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Walking into the seventies porno. Yeah, with the like velvet chairs and yeah, <laughs> Ooh, it's <wee>. weird. Yeah, <laughs> smoky ambiance. Yeah, I get some tropical fruit notes. 
in the aroma, like pineapple, as you're saying. Would you would you call that tartness? Maybe because you you picked out pineapple, and the guidelines did say tart was okay. Um, I don't know. It could go either way. Because I think uh, once I taste it, it'll confirm. It's like a mosaic hops or something. <clears throat> There's kind of a sweet finish to it as well. Is oh. it a finish? Finish? Could be. It did say it was brewed with citra and mosaic hops. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Pineapple mosaic. And, mm-hmm. Pineapple Ugh. and mango. Uh-oh. I don't get the mosaic. <laughs> I don't either, which is, you know, Good. fine. <laughs> oh. The the flavor <laughs> does have a heavy pineapple, though. Oh. Sorry. Um, the yeah. flavor is very pineapple. Like yeah, a, I could see that. You know, like a pineapple orange juice? Mm-hmm. Without the pulp? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Pineapple oh, orange. I don't like the pulp. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to sift I, through it. I'm I'm happy to report that this beer has no pulp. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's a good thing. It's balls. Yeah. Dilly dilly. <laughs> Thank you, Anna. I, I I just I I don't know. It's just it doesn't. Whenever I drink this, I don't think saison. I I don't either. And the first sip I took of it, I was kind of taken by surprise with the flavor. It was kind of in your face. Yeah. Hmm. It does have the intense dryness on the finish that you'd expect. Because it said to say sans finish out all the way, and this one definitely is very dry on the end. Yeah. And it's not really carbonated either. Like, overly crescent. Yeah. Bubbly. Yeah, it's, um, it's something. Would you you say it's effervescent? Like, no. No. No, not even close. I mean, it's, but it, it does, it's got a level of carbonation. Yeah. I don't know, I'd say effervescent, though. Effervescent is like champagne bubbly. Right. Or, um. That's why they call fizzy. it bubbly. <laughs> it is still going. Yeah. I mean, it, the mouthfeel is light. Um. I, uh, I could be pressed to say there's a floral note. I could see that. But other than that, I'm just getting that pineapple orange. It's almost like a modern twist on the Saison. Yeah. There's no spice or pepper note. Which did they say, Belgian or French? I believe this is going to be a Belgian. Um, Okay. So the fruit makes sense. Yeah. I'd say say this, the, the fruitiness just comes from that yeast characteristic from probably. Uh, it's just a lot of orange. Yeah, it's very citrusy. Well, mm-hmm. and the hops. But the citra, citra is adding to that, and then the mosaics coming back up behind it with that that fruity, that that pineapple, that mango mm. kind of because it makes you want a mango. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask if uh, citra was the cat pee hop, and then I remembered it was Simcoe because it I, makes you want a mango. Because <laughs> I always yeah. mix up the two. Mm. <laughs> Let me ask you guys a question. Does cat pee sound appetizing to you? (laughs) When it's microwaved at 7-Eleven. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Anyway. Let's not go back there. (laughs) Welcome to Poo Styles. (laughs) Poo, poo. Well, this is a beer. Very good. (laughs) Tiz. Tits? Tiz. Tits. And what was the ABV seven? Seven deep thoughts yeah. featuring powers. See, that, that's the other thing too is I don't pick up any kind of warming or alcohol note or anything. So it is, I mean, relatively smooth. If you mm-hmm. like citrus and 
uh, pineapple and mango and all of that, and you want it in a seven percent beer, then I'd say this is going to be your go-to for that. Seven percent? I was about to. Yes, this it's is seven. seven. Okay, that's surprising to me. Seven point. I don't one? get that. 7.1. You don't pick it up yeah, on the... 7.1. No. Kind of warm in the belly, it. but, you know, you don't you don't yeah. cover it in yeah, the no, swallow. It, it hides it very well. That was I, far from my mind, though. As a farm worker, I don't think that I could drink many 7.1% beers and Probably still not. be well, and anything yeah. on them. Those no. traditional... The, the real saisons were small beers. Those were second runnings. Those were leftovers. They were not yeah. 7% beers. You weren't giving guys 7% beers and send them out to, to harvest. Right. You were but giving saying them historically, the, the Saison, this would not fit uh, as far as that goes. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> so, like Travis said, modern take on, on the Saison. It's it's much too fruity, I think. Now, I haven't had that many Belgian Saisons. I usually pick up the French ones like we talked about before, but uh, this has a lot more citrus, uh, like Travis said, pineapple and orange, than I would have expected there to be. But I'm by no means a Saison expert. Why are you raising your hand? Nothing. <laughs> I have a non-related question. Do y'all remember Zanga? <laughs> <laughs> I still have my MySpace. Sawyer's being distracted by the golf match going yes. on behind me. Sorry. <laughs> this is why I don't sit on this table. Wow, English. Yeah. Uh oh. This is why I don't sit on this side of the table anymore. <laughs> I was about to say, were you about to say you don't Am sit I on the spot? table? It's totally fine. No, we can no, swap spots. You're good. You're good. <laughs> oh, we, we've ball. already checked mic levels based on where we're sitting. So yeah, anyway. Be okay. Anyway, I think that we've all talked about this beer yep. as much as we can. So, so, ability. So, yeah. So what what is it? The uh the bang abil- uh poundability. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> the bang ability. Seven. Bang Get the punchability right here. Oh my gosh, I'm at a I'm, I'm at a six here, um, and probably just because like I can't pound anything today. It's <laughs> it is dry though, which affects it for sure. That's unfortunate. well, I just I think uh, it's too sweet for me. Mm. So I I would I'll be right there at a six and a half. Yeah, I think I'm at a six as well because it's it has a lot of flavor. And then, it, even though it's not what we would call effervescent, it still is fairly carbonated. And so, as you're as you're banging it, um, <laughs> you know that would that would go through your uh, through your mind. It's very fizzy, and then it is very very dry. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, I think it's a six. All right, <laughs> drops in there. I'm gonna go a little higher. I'll go with a seven. Okay. Oh, thank you. Uh, I, <laughs> oh, I like goodness. I like the fruitier flavor. I like the cleaner yeah. finish. Yeah. I mean, I could I could see myself sitting around drinking these, but um, I, I probably would not have too good of a day if I drink too many of these. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it before. Like like I said, I'm I'm collecting Lakewood bottles to bottle my beer in, and <laughs> let me tell you, after a six pack of this, yeah. You feel good. Is that what you drank last night at the no, party? No, oh. I drank Lakewood Lager at the party last night. Yeah, I could, I could see this being like drinking the six pack of uh, Blood and Honey. You probably just oh, would not see, be doing too no. well after yeah. that. I you can do like one of those. The second yeah. one, I'm just like, Ugh. those things are like seventy you know percent alcohol. I, it's They're not just, the alcohol though. It's, it's it sits heavy and it's sweet and it's yeah. just like, Ugh. you I've know what? I can drink a whole six pack. That's really of. spicy. All the the, mm. the the clove flavors, all the extra mm-hmm. spice they put in. It's a little too much for most people too. I can yeah. drink a whole six pack of Hacker Shore, no problem. I'm sure you can. <laughs> 
you could do okays probably and still be okay. Probably. So, uh, BJ say pay. May not be able to walk. And that's our weekly check in not, with Hackershore. Really. <laughs> presented by Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> now, as far as BJCP rating goes for this one, I don't. Uh, okay. If it was entered as a Belgian, then it would obviously rate higher. However, it doesn't have any of the spicy notes that are prevalent in the style. Um, I'd probably give it a mid-30s. I feel like I'd be in the higher 30s. We'd still be within five, though, so it'd be okay. Yeah, because, I mean, they they do say in the the style guidelines, medium-low to medium-high fruity flavors. Um, And I'm definitely getting lots of that. It's got the dryness that you expect, so it's well-attenuated. And even though... Uh, fruity characters frequently citrusy, orange and lemon. Yeah, nailed that for sure. But like you said, it's missing spices. Ah, I feel like that's one of those that it's like can have spicy phenols, but it's not necessary. Doesn't have to be essential to the style, I guess. I don't know. It says it, it, spices are typically peppery. Yeah. And allow for a range in the balance of fruity spicy characteristics. So I don't think I would poo-poo it too much because of that. No poo bring, bring it back to our poo. <laughs> poo styles. Poop. 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 Would you Poop. microwave it? Oh, God. Uh, herbs and spices are completely optional, but if present, should be used in moderation. So, yeah, I'd, I think I would definitely go 39. I'd, I'll never eat at a gas okay. station. Like I said, I'd, I'd probably be mid, like, it would be like 35. So we'd be within five, which is acceptable. So, all right. Cool. What's next? 37, definitely. Yeah. It's a 37, 38. Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, Next, we have a beer from McKinney, Texas, and this is from Tupps. We featured them a few times. I've been there. Tupps Brewery. And uh, this is their Imperial Saison. And it says on the bottle, Imperial Saison brewed with black peppercorn, bay leaf, and limon. Says a few interesting things. Isn't bay leaf a Pokemon? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't know. (laughs) It rings in at 9.4%. So there's the Imperial side of things. And on the side of the bottle, it says brewed with Belgian Pilsner malt, pale wheat, and saz hops. The base of the Saison is clean and light with a dry finish. We then accentuate the French Saison yeast, citrusy, spicy, and peppery notes with the addition of black peppercorns and lemon to add an herbal element. We carefully layer in bay leaf at flame out. This beer drinks crisp, slightly spicy, and very aromatic. A feast for the senses. And this came in a 16.9 fluid ounce bottle, and it was uh, wax coated. Yeah, I'm pulling it all apart right now. I was about to say, like, didn't you try eating it? No, I said it should be edible. Like, like they should make it edible. Because mm. then it wouldn't go to waste. You could just eat it. Okay. The description no. had the magic words in it. Black peppercorn. Oh, here oh, we go. It wasn't Suzuki. I told you you'd like this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I tasted it before Travis started oh, reading that, but... The first taste is with your eyes. Yeah, I know. It is hazy, cloudy. Very cloudy. Yeah. I rolled it around to mix up all the sediment in this one. Yeah. Thank you. So, I need a good cleansing. Hazy, yellow gold. <laughs> Tiny bubbles. White foamy head. This one was more frothy yeah. than the previous yeah. one. It looks like 
a wheat beer. Like that's it. I, it does. It's you know cloudy and and hazy, but it's not murky. There's not like chunks floating in it, but it looks like a wheat beer. Oh, that aroma so, smells nice. It's nice, very lemony. Head. Yes, limony fresh. But it's like um, the lemon skin. Yes, not like the lemon juice. The it's zest, not, not yeah, lemon the zest. zest yeah. Need more lemon pledge. Lemon pledge. A lot of it in the flavor too. <laughs> Copious amounts of passion fruit. No passion fruit. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying flute. Fruit, fruit, fruit. Oh. Yeah. The finish of the peppercorn combined with that French yeast mm. is a, a very peppery finish. To it. Oh yeah, the hot, spice, almost hot spice. Spice is yeah. definitely there. Yep, I love yeah, it. Peppery comes through in the flavor big time. Yes. I could feel it at the black back pepper. of my throat. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, that's, where you, that's where you get it. Yep. It's almost like a capsin, you know, uh-huh. like, a, like in uh, uh, real peppers, jalapeno peppers. I need the esophagus drop. What was the <laughs> the ABV? I don't know. I I think yeah. it exits my like tongue area and goes into my <laughs> esophagus. Nine, uh, nine point four. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's a little warm. If we were more around the seven range, like the till and toil, I think it would be like. Perfect, but it is a I little warm. Okay, because my tongue, I feel a little bit of bitterness. You know, that's I'm... where you feel bitterness. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like y'all could do an entire show of just using the drops we've, to describe the. We've beer. been yeah, saying that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, don't, you don't actually need to be here. We'll just drop it. Yeah, yeah they've a, tried that before. <laughs> like I've been gone, but we were trying. too drunk to make it happen. Yeah, because yeah. it was after another episode. I was going to say we could probably just do a drop episode. <laughs> Like yeah, should do a drop yeah, episode. Hit the buttons. That'd be funny. <laughs> no, we don't even need to be here. Travis can just construct it at home <laughs> on his computer. <laughs> but anyway, um, it is a little hot, I think. A little. Mm-hmm. I, I like the spicy part of it, but the alcohol heat detracts from the overall beer a little bit, I think. But do you like this one more so than the first one? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because the spice. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, the black peppercorn is is definitely prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that the alcohol heat combined with the black peppercorn makes it a little bit <clears throat> rough on the palate. Rough. Yeah, because you got the spicy notes and the peppery notes and the, the alcohol heat. warmth. Yeah. I mean, it all just it has a similar. Uh, characteristic, and they all kind of compound on each other. Right. And, and I agree. I think it's a, a little too much to be enjoyable. Like I said, if you drop it down to seven percent, this would be absolutely perfect. Yeah, in my mind. For do, you a do you think all that heat's coming from the alcohol? I mean, well, you like peppers, well, so I, well, yeah. I'm not but a I'm big saying, like, fan, I think so the, the alcohol by itself would have been fine. Yeah. The black pepper by itself would have been fine. But together, combine the two, it's just a little bit too much. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of you know a lot of these martini bars and stuff. They're they're trying to put jalapeno, the jalapeno infused this a margarita or something. Kind of reminds oh, yeah. me of that. It's just a we little had a too jalapeno much, margarita. Just <laughs> it's just a little too much capsin on yeah. the on the, uh, on the esophagus. Habanero this? chili peppers. <laughs> yeah, uh, Between the black pepper and the alcohol, that was an iron mash. I will never forget too soon. Uh, I interviewed someone and didn't even ask what their name was. Iron Mash. Between the black pepper and the alcohol and this styles, it's like I was hammered. I'd say this is like heartburn in a glass. Well, you gotta you gotta have your tums. Well, I'm just saying between the two, like 
like I said before, one or the other is fine, but the two combined is a little much. So am I going to get heartburn? Probably. I'm not going to lie. This is going to make the heartburn come on. Well, why did you ask it and then you say you do? Mm. <laughs> <sighs> I think the, the flavor profile, I, I think, is spot on. The what? Flavor profile. Profile? Flavor profile. Profile? No, I said profile. No, you said profile. The the lemon's really pungent, but I like the aroma of it. It's particularly... To style, I think for a season. I'm not exactly sure what bay Profile. leaf is. I think it's probably herbal. What <laughs> bay leaf? They oh. they said they brewed it with bay leaf at Flame Out, and I don't know exactly what that tastes like. But I'm going to guess it's some sort of herbal. I wonder if it's like seaweed character. No. Well, they're both from the bay. Exactly. <laughs> You'll find it typical in like Italian foods. You use a bay leaf in yeah, your sauces, the big... and then you pull the bay leaf out. Before you serve the sauce, yeah. it's just a, it's a, it's an accenting herb. Italian. We have a, a margarita pizza. The big leaves aren't those bay leaves. No, like I'm not oregano, sure where you're oregano leaves. That's uh, <laughs> no, not like margarita as in the drink, but margarita as in like the sun dried tomato and the big um, leaves. No, you know what I'm that's, talking about. That's, um, Normally, you don't serve the bay leaf with the food. You use it leaves? as an accent no. at the finish of the sauce to, Hang to add on. a little bit. Of I will find the answer to this because I know what you're talking. You know, okay, about. so I'm not crazy then. So uh, I <laughs> oregano. It. You're talking about oregano. no, okay. not oregano. No, I think it might be. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not. It's okay. called something else. Okay, well, Sora's gonna find it. I will find it <laughs> but while he's doing that research uh shall we go to penability on this one by palindability writing i'm like five uh, four and a half maybe i think i'd go with a four yeah i'm i'm right there at four basil okay that's it's yeah basil yeah you're yeah, right you're you, right it's basil you right yeah you're right. Yeah, you right they're like little sticks <laughs> they're like little green sticks in there now we're, we're doing the drops without travis <laughs> you're you right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a backwards episode today it is yeah we're gonna do all the drops and then travis hits the button yep anyway um oh my yeah. sawyer yes accountability yep. oh uh are you going to pound it and tell us? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I'm going to drop down on this one. I'm going to say five and a half. All right. You're so actually higher than you're all higher of than us. All of us. Oh, am I? Yeah, I'm at okay. a four. <laughs> I was too busy Googling. Sorry. <laughs> you're supposed to do that at home. Oh. Uh, Travis? Was <laughs> I was, uh, I was <laughs> in the closet. I was Googling myself. Yeah, Travis said four. <laughs> Travis said four. Uh, said Powers, four. you said four. Yeah. You're five and a half. I'm at four and a half. All right. I, I, I don't be? like the spice. I'm going to be like a two. Yeah. I don't like Ooh. the heat. Oh. It's, too, it's just too much heat. I, can, like, I, can I don't totally like the cassie. I don't like the total cassie. No, I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> like I, I was coming close to giving it that type of a rating, so I can see where you're coming from with I this I could drink one, yeah. one of these. You know, I, I'm just not a big well, spice. That's so, okay. Six-ounce bottle is heat perfect. Spice. I like spice. As I said before, let's just pretend this was dropped down to 7% and the alcohol warming was not there. All you got was the spice from the black pepper. I'd give it a 6. This would easily jump up to a 7 or 8 for me. Yeah, I'd give it a 6 if, if it, it was hard. If it was a little yeah. smoother on the alcohol. Make those changes, and this is a 40-point beer also. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. As it yeah. is now, I, I, I mean, mid, they hit a lot of points with mid it. They, to low. They, they do hit a lot of points, and and uh, that you described, and the, uh, you know, for the spice and everything, I think it's just a little over. 
it's a little, and I'm just really sensitive to that. So maybe I'm, I'm not a good uh, judge of that. Yeah. As it sits right now, I'd say mid to low thirties, just because the alcohol heat is yeah. out of style. Obviously, I'd be okay with a thirty-two. <laughs> I'd be okay giving it a thirty. You know, with with it being nine percent, it's a little. That's bit. clearly way without with uh, outside of the style guidelines. <laughs> just because uh, you know. You can't have half of this bottle and still, you know, no. work out in the heat and I was, yeah, I was about and, to say this is just no. not refreshing. Half no. a bottle of this I'll need a siesta, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Technically I you can enter this as a super strength, which is seven percent up to nine point five percent. Super strength? Yeah. It's really high. But historically speaking, this is not Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, it does say Imperial say. on the bottle, doesn't that? Give yeah, me they're they're not leeway? claiming anything other than than what they say on the bottle. But I'm just saying, you know, you enter this as as a saison. It, yeah, it's it's a little too hot. But heats, heats a little too much. I think yeah. I'd give it a 36 as it is. Well, should we try the next one that we have sitting on the table? Yeah, we should. Yeah. Sitting on the table. Well, as we finish this one, <laughs> sitting on a table. Pass the other one around. Thank you. <laughs> I did wanna did wanna uh, posited a question to you. Uh, positive? Yes. No, posited. Posit. Deposit. You want to posit a question. Positive. Posited is bad. Actually, you know what? Last <laughs> week during last week's episode, I said that this was a burgeoning part of town and y'all made fun of me for that and said it wasn't a word. And I went home and looked that up and <laughs> by God burgeoning <laughs> is a word. It means to, to, to grow quickly, to I flourish. I didn't make fun of you for that. I oh, would've. listen back to last week's episode on tab. And it was in the first like ten minutes of the episode. I was remember that. that. Out? I'll, I'll listen did, back. We did give him crap. Yeah, later today. And as I'm editing the episode, I stopped everything and pulled up dictionary.com, and by God, I was right. Okay. Anyways, so there's that. I'll go home. And but I will say, what right. you want to say is you want to posit a question, not posited. I am going to ask you a question or something to talk you're gonna, about. You're going to ask us a question. So besides the alcohol <laughs> content. I only bought one of these bottles each, and it's it's basically a pint, 16.9 fluid ounces. And Total Wine charged $9 for one bottle. Wait, really? Dang. Strikes again. Oh, yes. Oh, 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 now, that's the way a Saison should look when you yeah. take the cap off. It should We're pulling the next one. It's got a foam, foam over. Lord, it should have a gusher. Dark. And it, well, it is the dark. It does say dark Saison. Saison. Feel free to I be liberal. That. So I don't know who sets prices, if it's Tups or if it's Total Wine. Yeah, and if it's Tups, then shame on them. But you guys suck. For charging that much for a Saison. If it's Total Wine, then Tups needs to know that they're charging that much for a single bottle. But with the rising prices of craft beer, and you know, we, we talked earlier about that we need to be careful about how we spend our money since we're older. we got families and other, other responsibilities and stuff. No, you got that much. <laughs> Does the price of a beer affect... Whether you purchase it or not, yes, yes, it absolutely. Does. I will not buy a forty dollar beer. Honestly, I when I go out say, and drink, I look for the cheapest thing, which is typically Coors Light. I would say it depends on the beer and what kind of mood I'm in. Yeah, because there have been some points where I'm just like, you know what, I want to have a really good beer that's, you know, not something that I would normally buy. That I can just sit at home and sip, or if I'm going to Travis's house for a bottle share or Frado's house or whatever, then I want to bring something that's mm-hmm. notable. Now, so yeah, I, w- I would pay a little bit more for something if I feel like I'm going to get value out of it. That 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 being said, um, I would if if I were 
in that mood, which I get in that mood too. Um, if I were in that mood and I was looking for something memorable and awesome, I would not look at the uh, Tup's Saison and go, yes, that is the one that I want to bring to my friends. And, you know, I just, it, th- th- this feels like something that could be in a four pack for like maybe 12 bucks and be reasonable. Well, sure. Okay. Travis, do you want to, so you brought this, do you want to read it or do you mind if I do? Oh, you can do it. Okay. So, um, I don't know if this is also on the other one. It says, Tufts Brewery is proud to be in the great city of McKinney, Texas, located at the historic Cotton Mill. We believe ale is the perfect blend of art and science that should be consumed. Friends responsibility. Okay, that's fine. So, this particular uh, beer says, the delicious dark malt backbone sets the stage for a massive punch of sage and mellow tones of clove and cinnamon. The rustic saison yeast ties everything together and dries the beer out enough to be incredibly light and drinkable. So they say the beer is light, but it's a dark beer. This is one of the most interesting beers you'll ever try. That right there is a claim. Hmm. Interesting. Well, let's check it out. This is one of the most interesting beers you'll ever try. Huh. Okay. They say that right on the label. Dark Saison brewed with sage, cinnamon, and clove. Huh. It's still a nice and now tasty. Yes. Thank you for that, Travis. <laughs> it's rather dark. Um, there's opaque. no ABV or IB. Oh, no. Here it is. 7.8%. Okay. It's really dark. A bit opaque. Pretty nice. cloudy. Persistent. Murky. Well, there's some small There's some sediment bubbles. here in the bottom. <laughs> Well, it's a nice persistent head. Ooh, yeah. There's I get sage. a lot of I get a lot of ginger in the aroma. Really? Oh, like gingerbread. It's almost like all like yeah, like ooh. this is this is like a um, feels uh, like a, a fall uh, spice beer. I was about to say like winter seasonal. Yeah, like winter spice was what I was thinking. Um, this is a fall spiced beer. Does the sure. ginger have a soul? The sage is just really dominant. That's it. The yeah, that's sage right. is just killing me. It's in the aroma. That's sage because it smells a lot like allspice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's a it's an allspice aroma. What was what was with the sage? Uh, what what was the, the bottle says sage and cinnamon, cinnamon. which it could very so well the be cinnamon, sage. But the it, cinnamon it could give you the allspice, like allspice. It just yeah, that's the cinnamon. But the sage is just well. Really I think the dominant. two combined. Yeah. Yeah. The cinnamon? sage and the cinnamon combined gives you the allspice. It's, I just get it's cinnamon. like a punch in the face, fall seasonal, in the aroma. Murky it's in the flavor brown too. Color. The sage is really dominant. Beige head, small bubble. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna give it Sorry, to Travis, him. Sorry, Travis, I'm right there with you though. A little foamy. I'm gonna yeah. give it to him. It's interesting. <laughs> Whoa! You know what this reminds me of? Hackershore. No. <laughs> Actually, wow. If this reminded me, if this reminded me of Hackershore, I would. There's a drop no. for that. <laughs> Wow! Wow! <laughs> no, this this reminds me of the Beardy Guard beer that we did. Turn the sidewind. <laughs> uh, uh, no, um, I the actor. This reminds me of the Beardy Guard that we did. Yeah, ours had rye in it though. Yeah, but I mean, this still it just mm, no. So, so moving. It's into the, the same color. Like that's what Actually, our beard guard looked you like. Know what? Oh, I know, Smaller but the, even the flavor though, it just—it's <laughs> really finish. dark for a saison, for even for a Belgian. Well, I mean, it says dark saison on the. So there is a funky <laughs> note on the flavor that you know is just 
it's it's got a weird kick on the back end of it i think um because i you know i i get a lot of the same flavor as i do on the aroma except there's just like a little tinge now, of something at the end the the beer that we did that had sage and rose hips in it or rose tips just the tip so the iron mash that was our 2014 um, belgian blonde with hibiscus yeah and no that wasn't a hibiscus the hibiscus one we did was like way hibiscus. Hibiscus. We did. Well, I remember serving just the tip. Yeah. Tip. That was the heathers, right? Yeah, the heather tips and the rose hips. And that's the one that it was Iron Man. We had two years ago. We had a great time. Well, it's been a great time. Yeah, we got a lot of good comments. <laughs> oh yeah, we got a ton of good comments about oh. our beer. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Chime right in. Yeah, so that was uh, that was the brown, yeah, or was it a Scottish base? No, with- that was that was a brown ale that we did with the rose. No, we did sage and heather tips. We didn't we didn't use the rose hips. We did the sage and the heather tips. Nips. Was that that was Iron Mash? Yes, yeah, it was yeah, an Iron Mash. because that's the only that's two all years ago. No, two years ago, yeah, that was the last that was the last Iron Mash that we did. The sage yeah, we was the that was the alternative from or alternative bittering because there was, uh, um, yes, yeah, that that was that one traditional styles, right? And there was a lot of sage in that beer, mm-hmm. and I'm picking up the same thing here. Man, it smells like pickles and curry. Uh, <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, that's a I'm, drop. I'm not. I'm not picking up pickles Pick, or pickles curry. and curry. I'm not. The sage and cinnamon is really dominant on this beer. It is a really light finish, though, and it kind of reminds yeah. me. The scent kind of reminds me of a Belgian style, but um, I, I, the sage is really heavy. Yeah. I'm no. just picking up allspice. Like, if if you handed me this and said this is a fall seasonal beer, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. You need to be a little heavier in the mouth for a fall beer, I think, for a winter type uh, of warmer stuff. I think it's, you know, it's got a medium. I think it's got a medium mouthfeel. Yeah. I think it's okay for that. I think, you know, it is kind of warm. Not You know, temperature, it's been sitting on the table. I think it's a little warm. If it were colder, it might hide some of that. But uh, it's, I wouldn't say it's room temperature, but it's probably sitting at 60 degrees right now. Actually, Powers rated this the highest out of everyone. Spaghetti. You did, bro. <laughs> I love that he says spaghetti at the end of it for no reason at all. Spaghetti. For no reason what? at all. Macaroni. Okay, I can explain. And listen to it in Macaroni. context. It, it, it's like out of nowhere. And none of us say anything about it. I cannot believe. He said spaghetti and you just keep talking. Gabriel. Okay. okay, have y'all seen the TV show called Young and Hungry? No. Okay. Well, they... You just have to watch the episode, but in the episode, this Italian chef comes on. What? And and with her accent, the way she says spaghetti is just spaghetti. So I just I had that in my brain because I saw that in the mor- that morning. And it yes, and it just it, it oh came out. <laughs> I, I I had a good wow. macaroni. <laughs> had to pause it and like wait, what did he say? <laughs> 
And you just keep going on. Yeah, just nobody says computer. anything about it. Was that it on tap? Yes. yes. <laughs> I didn't right. even know. Did you, did you leave that in? Or did oh, you yeah, cut that it out? No, that, that episode okay. came out. I'm sorry, that episode came out last Tuesday. Yeah, didn't yeah, 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 yeah. By sorry. the time you listen to this, it'll be live. I need to get Courtney to listen to that episode because she watches that same show with me. <laughs> it's a comedy. It's really funny. <laughs> Anyway, um, I must have been snoozing during that because I would have jumped all over that. <laughs> Spaghetti, <laughs> what? Gosh. All right, poundability on this one. It's, it's a little higher than <laughs> the two. Poundability bit rating on the super pills. Uh, I'm no, sorry, what? Actually, I would probably have this one lower than anything else. This is that was lower than anything else for me. <laughs> you had a five on the other one. Yeah, I have yeah. to think about on the this. hot bomb. Because <laughs> I gave the other one a four and a half. And this one probably be to four. It's just I don't like allspice, and that's all I'm getting on this. I just don't. It's a lot of sage. just not a fan. I'm gonna keep it at four, like same as the other one. I'd um, say I'm dropping to a three. Mm. This is this is tough. It's it's something. <laughs> Excuse me, it's tups. I, I misread the bottle. <laughs> this is a uh, yeah, right. Yeah, this is a beer. It's a beer. It's a beer. It's a beer. <laughs> I'd actually come up to a four because you know it's it's a little bit more palatable than the previous version. It was that was that was too spicy, but I would never drink more than a couple of these. The the sage is just too prominent. It was amazing. <laughs> With spaghetti, Tops. macaron. Um, does BJ- it live up to what it says on the bottle? Why is this it- is one of the most interesting beers you'll ever try? It's no, it doesn't say the good the, the goodest beer you'll ever try. The goodest. It's not. It's not that interesting. It's the bestest. It's interesting, but not in a way that I would tell someone, "Hey, this is interesting." I I'd am be having like, trouble with this. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. Instead of <laughs> with exclamation point, this is one of the most interesting beers you'll ever try. It's, no. it's got a dot dot dot. I'd say the most interesting beers question mark. This is it's, the most interesting with quotes. I've had some good things from Tups. This is not one of them. Yeah. This is a um. This is not worthy of being a, a, a nine dollar sixteen ounce bottle. No, no, not even. This close. is a three dollar bottle. Now, yeah. here's the funny thing, though. Oh, yeah. Change the labeling to fall seasonal, and yeah, it would be worth $9. Fall seasonal. Probably. If I'm paying $9 for a Saison, With? it's not this. Yeah. If I'm in the mood for a fall seasonal, Saison. and I know there's going to be a lot of sage and allspice involved, You're talking about my then this would Saison? be fantastic. Well, I think I think that With this should be probably around... So we're, like I was saying, right... Don't spill it, because then... Two dollars are on my pants. <laughs> oh, my God. I really, I really do... I think that... I really do think that if this were labeled as a fall seasonal and you knew what to expect going into it, it would completely change your perception. I tend as to agree. As a Saison, it's, it's just not even, right. Even then, I'd say that this would I don't probably believe that's correct. belong at temptress pricing. Wow. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's I, correct. I think with the, the spice, you're you're onto something. I think for me personally, to be a little bit more popular, like the winter warmer styles, I would give it a little bit more mouthfeel, maybe a little bit more malt forward uh, to, to give it a more fall March and German kind of richness to it. But I I think you're right. I think moving it to a fall. Uh, seasonal would would probably suit it better. They took the spice 
part of the category and took it in a <laughs> 90 degree way beyond what it was intended <laughs> or a 180 degree well, oh oh they said spice yeah and then and let's open up the spice at. cabinet they leave it open ended <laughs> for a reason so you can use any kinds of spice for your saison but uh, and in judging this you have to keep that in mind like i don't uh, like this beer but uh, that and that's one of the toughest things about judging is judging a beer you don't like but when it hits the guidelines but they didn't yes they didn't specify spice but they did say multiple times things like black pepper never anywhere did it say anything about sage or cinnamon spaghetti spaghetti <laughs> macaroni <laughs> black pepper mm. is something that is lined out in the guidelines yes Cinnamon and sage are not. There's a difference between spice in general, like all spice, like like literally it's all of it, all the spices, and pepper mm. spice. Pepper spice is acceptable. All spice, sage, cinnamon, not okay in a saison. Yeah, because mm. pepper spice is more along the lines of phenolic what you get from a naturally occurring right. yes yeast exactly exactly Close. so when you have Close. a french saison yeast that you ferment hot per two style you're going to get a black pepper sort of yeah. phenolic you're not going to get now, cinnamon you don't get cinnamon and and clove or not clove but uh, sage you don't get cinnamon and sage out of a, a french saison i yeast. just get cinnamon i mean no, that's a really that is good, i get that's cinnamon a, no, no, that's, that's a really it. good so, question so on, on, on that on that on that what is um, spice? This is exciting. Is, is spice? Well, is spice the? the I'm angry. Pot? Is that the? Yeah, it's, it's angry. All right, Chris, so, calm down, Chris. So, despite is, is spice the flavor? Despite spice? Makes me angry. Any is, of this? Is, is spice despite the, any of this, in the aroma section in the in, in the style guideline, it says subtle complementary herb or spice additions are allowable but should not subtle. dominate. Subtle. 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 That's that's subtle. the key word. Yeah, this so this would get knocked. This, this would get knocked. Nothing subtle about this beer. Yeah. It may be lightly floral, spicy, or herbal. <laughs> I haven't. Well, no, there no, hasn't no, been an my, argument like this in a while. My, it's my, not even an argument. <laughs> I'm my question is, is spice. Passion. <laughs> passion. <laughs> I'm very Opious. passionate Opious. about... I was about to say we're passion. arguing with the beer at this point. Why are you the way that you are? Stop it. So I... I well, guess I will say this is the most interesting beer I've had in a while because <laughs> there's been some very interesting conversation. <laughs> it's the up. most interesting conversation about beer. Well, I had a question, I'm though. Just I have a really question about the spice. When we're referring to spice, we're talking about capsin, spice, or uh, you know, the heat, uh, picante. Are we talking about picante? Are we talking no. about flavor? The variety and complexity of flavor. It sounds like what you're reading... Ours is, is it, we're talking about complexity of flavor. We're talking about just subtlety versus yeah. dominance, and this, this is, is way they're so dominant. This is subtle. This is way over dominant. This I think if we were to if we were to just simplify it, subtle, then harmonious marriage, and then a very strong prevalent flavor. Right yes. now, we're at the strong prevalent. It's not even a harmonious marriage. Well, we're, we're at strong prevalent, yeah. and the guidelines say subtle. They they took it. And went to the nth degree on it. And I think that's the flaw. Yeah. Keep in mind also that the uh, spices are typically peppery. In the, Keep in, in mind the also that Frado would say that <laughs> breweries, breweries don't care. Don't 
Thank about you. the guidelines. Yes, that's exactly where I was about to go. <laughs> Is it commercially viable? Uh, you know what? Yay. Oh, really? And, okay, so BJCP aside, let's just ignore BJCP altogether for okay. a second. Although I think you're about to give this a 25. <laughs> no, I, that's not where I'm going with this. Uh-huh. I was saying, but BJCP still. aside, <laughs> still if I know nothing about a Saison, and I don't know that it's supposed to be that, I this would be better marketed as a fall seasonal. Mm-hmm. I would concur. <laughs> if I'm... Thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad I stayed. I would concur. I'm so I was trying to... Sawyer's done. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> All I would say. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for that. Yeah, Sawyer. Uh, If I if you were to hand me this and say Saison, I'd say you're bat crazy. (laughs) If you guano, yeah, bat guano, bat guano. If you handed me this and say fall seasonal, I'd say this is a good fall seasonal beer. (laughs) I feel like we've said that five times. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like it's not. (laughs) It's not marketed. If if I'm just Joe Schmo beer guy, it's not marketed correctly. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Tony asked if this is commercially viable, and I will say I will never buy this beer again. <laughs> Flat out. Well, that answers that question. Well, right. I, I well, there you go, with that being said, what's next? Uh-huh. <laughs> what up, yo? All right. Well, as we round out this glass, I have to ask, what is next? <laughs> oh, thanks, Powers. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Um, Longest asking. <laughs> uh, we have a style comparison next. Ooh. Hey, no one of these in a long time. No, I know. Well, we haven't really been in the studio much lately, so. Yeah. Um, this is the Lefe. This is a Belgian blonde. Uh, rings in at a 6.6%. And uh, it says subtle sweetness accentuated with aromas of vanilla and clove. Hmm. Uh-huh. And it's a product of Belgium. Uh-huh. Brewed in 1240. Oh, wait, uh-huh. that's not right. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's really old beer. Yeah. I've aged. <laughs> aged a long time. Uh, so what's the brewery? Leffy. Uh, uh-huh. Leffy. <laughs> well, I'm asking. Anno Abbey. Abbey. Yes. Abaye day. Hang Zhao Lefian. The best. Dutch is the Bulgarian. No. The best before date is 6 14 19. So it's pretty fresh. Are you ready to savor the mystery of the ages? Now, hold on. It says Abbe de Lefe, but is an actual Abbey. Huh? Is it an actual Abbey? <clears throat> yeah. Do you think we do research on this show? Well, (laughs) notice it does not have the Trappist logo on it. It does not. So it's not a Trappist Abbey, but it could still be an Abbey. Right. So that that was my point. It's not a Trappist beer, so it's not a a Trappist blonde, which I think is different than the single, which would be the ankle. It's covered in foil. So it's no, not necessarily a Trappist beer, but it is an Abbey in Belgium. <laughs> Only yes. people in Abbeys could put foil on there like that. Clearly. Right. It's pretty. <laughs> it's definitely interesting. Yeah, so um, let's, let's look at it. Yeah, it's um, the first taste is with your eyes. Yeah, so, uh, so I'm tasting it with my eyes. Clear as. Balls. 
I wouldn't say clear as balls. You uh, think it's a little murky? I can I can see the imperfections in my fingernail through this thing. I well I can see through it. <laughs> I can no, see that's, through it, dude. That's clear as balls. Uh, that is brilliantly clear. Yeah, yeah. that's Maybe like a crystal vice. No, Olympics. it's not. Yes, it okay. is. Okay, well here's why I say that it's too dark to see through. I see through it just fine. I can see shapes, but okay. I wouldn't be able to read hold, through it. Hold the bottom of your glass like no, this. I did. And look at your fingers. Sawyer, my glass is very thin. I can see through it, but it's not clear as balls. Oh, I can hue. I can see the Suzuki on your shirt. <sighs> anyway. Suzuki. This episode's gone off the rails. This Effervescent. Period. You guys suck. It does have a, a rocky white head. You know what this smells like? Low but persistent. This smells like Pepto Bismol. <laughs> I know. I really I'm hate not to agree even with kidding, you. But I, I hate to really agree does. with you on that. But as I'm smelling it and you're that saying really that, bad, but you know the yeah, last time I had Pepto Bismol really was like bismuth. 15 years yeah. ago. It it tastes like bismuth. Yeah, it's. This is Pepto Bismol in a glass bottle. It's almost like an old person's medicine, like Robitussin. I'm see. I'm I'm much Some more. Tussin. I'm much Whoa, more likely wee. to agree with the medicine, medicinal aroma, than Pepto Bismol. I know Pepto Bismol is. Well, I know, but it's like it's like if you open up a bottle of Tylenol and you smell it. You know what? I'm gonna bring you a bottle of Pepto Bismol next week, and you're gonna smell it. <laughs> Side by side with this beer. Yeah. It's like if you open up a, a bottle of, of Tylenol or something and you smell it, then it's very medicinal. I don't know that it goes far as saying specifically Pepto-Bismol. It's, it's chloroseptic. That's what I'm smelling. Yeah. It's it's kind of got that. But see, chloroseptic to me is like highly rubbing alcohol, well, it's, which I don't get that from this. Eh. It, I, is, it is strange. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get a slight bit of skunk if I swirl it around. There is, yeah, I, I do as small, well. But it's there. I do as well. It must be from the yeast, a French style yeast or something. No, that's light stroke. Light stroke. I mean, so the Belgian brown bottles are usually a little bit lighter than the brown bottles that we're used to. So I could see how that could be possible. Now we um, yes, we've all tasted that, right? Yes. Okay. So not Pepto Bismol. No, we're not drinking <laughs> Pepto Bismol. I will say that the flavor though is not like Pepto Bismol. Are we um, at the tasting part yet? Yes. Sniffing? No, we're tasting. Um, it's sniffing. You definitely get that that Belgian style. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, it's it's there. I mean, it is sweet, like almost sickly sweet. Well, it does. It did say that it had some sweetness to it. So on the bottle, I'd say a lot of sweetness. So, but the style comparison said that this would be the it would be a Belgian blonde, but like a more hopped up version of it. Compared to Saison, they're uh, very far apart. Right, two different yeast strains. Even though they are Belgian in mm-hmm. in nature, you've got a wild yeast strain ish for the Saison, and then this maybe one not is, even in nature, but in origin. Because well, the reason I say this is because nowadays when you think Belgian, you think highly fruit. Centered, mm-hmm. but when you think saison, it's not necessarily fruit. There could be fruit there, but it's not necessarily a fruit punch. Not punch like the red drink, but like punch in the face. Um, but when you get like an ankle or a double or a triple, 
there's a very prevalent fist. fruit nature to that beer. Yeah. Yeah. It's highly Belgian when you have dark fruit. Mm-hmm. I get fruit to this, but it's not dark fruit. It's more like bubble tape. Um, it's bubble gum. I wouldn't say bubble gum. It's not double bubble. Because it, it, it doesn't taste like bubble. Like if you have a really hot fermented uh, wheat beer, then you get a lot of bubble gum. Mm-hmm. But I would say like more bubble tape, which is more of the fruit, less of the gum, if that makes any sense. This is imported beer, right? So is yeah. this, this is pasteurized. It's it? <laughs> so this is pasteurized, which means they heated it up. <clears throat> Uh, before they brought it into the U.S. and then cooled mm. it down. So that really destroys imported beers incredibly. If you talk to anybody who brings over beers in their in their carry-on bag or whatever, they bring it over in their luggage, and you taste it side-by-side side against one that was imported, gone through the pasteurizing process, which is required by all imported beers from Europe, huh. you're going to notice uh, an extreme difference between the two. And so maybe some of the flaws we're complaining about are really just part of the pasteurizing. If if this yeah, is one of those beers. If, so whenever you're talking about like home brewing on a general level, the first 24 to 48 hours is where you get, I would say, 90% of your fruit or uh, yeast esters. That was an accident. <laughs> The first 24, 48, even 72 hours are crucial as far as your yeast ester profile mm-hmm. on, a, on a brew. So if you're talking about something that has been brewed on a commercial level and bottled, something that's not bottle conditioned, I don't think heating it up would drastically change the flavor profile depending on how much of the yeast were actually still in suspension. So I, you know, it's an interesting point, but I don't know this. I, I can't speak to this specific beer. I've never actually had this beer before, but you really nailed it it's, with the bismuth. It's been five or Thanks. six years since it's, I've had this one. It's prominent with the bismuth. Yeah. Um, it does say subtle sweetness <laughs> accentuated with aromas of vanilla and clove. I mean, I get the vanilla note for sure. Uh, I don't know. It is overly sweet. As a Saison, obviously, it's not to oh, style. Yeah. But Very far departure from Saison. But a, a Belgian Blonde, I, I, would, I would say this would, would rate in the low 40s, if not higher. Because what I know about Blondes being light and what I know about Belgians being fruity, I would totally buy it. We have not Belgian. Like, not like I was about purchase. to say we have Belgian listeners who just got very offended. Well, I, I don't mean like I don't mean purchase it, but if you handed this to me and I didn't know what it was, and you said Belgian, the the words Belgian and blonde, I would say okay, yeah, absolutely. I've had several. I'd, I'd have another one of these. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's very refreshing. It's yeah, sweet. It's, not it's an light. Style. Mm-hmm. If I'm in the mood for a Belgian beer that's light, I would totally reach for this. Isn't it a commercial example? Uh, it is. I would not it be surprised. It's listed. Yeah. Affligan. Leffy. I found this at the World Market, <laughs> not the Kroger Marketplace. <laughs> Value. So it's a great Brutal. beer. I, you know, it's it's not a, a Saison, but we knew that going into it. Sure. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think it's a good beer the way that it is. 
So, given this as a Belgian blonde, I like I said, a mid to high forties, easy. Yeah, commercial example is there for a reason. Yeah, it's been around for a long time, and it'll continue to be around. Mm-hmm. But even not knowing as a commercial example, I would have given it mid to high forties or mid uh, low to mid forties. But anyway, uh, poundability. Mm. Eh. Six. Eh. So what? What is it? The uh, the bang abil- uh, poundability. <laughs> It is kind of sweet. I think I'd probably sit around seven and a half on this one. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably down at a six and a half on this one. I just, yeah, that sweetness and that, and and the fact that I'm still hungover doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The yeah. moment the glass gets to my nose and I smell a hint of skunk, then it's yeah, it loses points already. Yeah, <laughs> even though it's struck. very faint, I still pick it up. But see, the skunk doesn't come out in the flavor. No, me. just uh, but that's just in like my brain slight, before it even touches the lips. Yeah, I'm like, I was about oh, to I say talk. like it's very slight. It is very slight, but it it, it is there. I would, you know, I, I as far as bangability goes, like this one, <laughs> I I get close to it and I and I want to turn away. He doesn't want to bang it, but I, but I go. You gotta be more hip for the younger wow. dude. Wow, you're gonna turn away from a good bang. Bangability, bro. <laughs> wow, that 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 says a lot. This isn't a very this is not a very it's good amazing bang. willpower. To our <laughs> listeners twenty one to twenty three. Amazing willpower. Bangability is crunk. <laughs> I give it a six. I'd score it a little lower than you do, probably Are a thirty nine. Travis will hear what I said in nope. hell. No, I didn't. Travis will hear what I said in the playback, but yeah. Bangable AF? No. No, that's not what I said. All right, but so still, uh, anything else on the Lefe? We did not check the explicit box. No. Oh. All right, we got one more beer. That's what she said. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, Travis, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> anyway. Um, I swear, Sawyer, you are a laugh drop machine. Like, Thank you. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so last beer for the day is from <laughs> DuPont. I'm not even going to try to say what this is. Say it. Um, but it's some kind of saison. Um, nice. Ich spreche Deutsch. It smells like but a saison. It's not, it's not German, smell. it's Belgium. Um, uh, De la Brasserie DuPont, which is of the brewery. DuPont, uh, Viella Beer Surly Non Filire, which I'm assuming means non filtered. Anyway, it is a special release that I picked up at Total Wine from Saison DuPont. Yeah, it's fantastic. I was about to strike again. Anyway, so it's 9.5%. Uh, this is a 750 ml oh, bottle. God. 9.5, you said? Yes. Hmm. 9.5. Not quite the Um, the label is yellow and has like orange brick and green lettering on it. So if you ever see that bottle, that's what you're going to find. Anyway, so this is a, it's not the regular Saison DuPont, which we had on our first um, Saison episode. This is a special release. Regular. Reg- regular. Uh, and I'm hoping it's going to be very good. Do we know how it compares to the original? I do not. Yeah, I, other than that. this one is a higher ABV. Okay. I do know that. Uh, but other than that, and it also says non-filtered, 
on. It is absolutely not filtered. Look at these dregs. <laughs> I got some serious crap floating in there. So, I, I mean, I, I would assume a Saison is not filtered anyway, but... I have floaties. This one specifically says non-filtered. Gosh. Yeah. And we did roll it around, so we did that on purpose, so that everyone got the same right. amount. But And it says uh, Belgian Saison Ale, product of Belgium. And this is gonna clean me out. That's about it. Uh-huh. Oh, dude, you got yours are collecting. Yeah, his like settled. Yours on the are bottom. forming a government at the bottom <laughs> of his glass. Yeah, so the the, the <laughs> last new dregs, French government at the bottle. <laughs> the last dregs kind of were shared between Tony and I. Uh, All right, I've got some hardcore floaties, as does he. Oh, okay. It's so uh, murky to say the least. Uh, <laughs> Chunky, uh, but it I'd is a, a nice uh, deep orange Brass color monkey. with a, a white head. Oh my god! Yeah, there's lots thin, of Mariani. thin but persistent it's white head. Certainly there. I do smell some hints of the black pepper spice. Some of that same pineapple note that Travis mentioned earlier. Yeah. So it does have a tartness to it. A little bit of mango. But you can uh, <laughs> you can kind of get the the pepper you can get the pepper in the scent because it, it makes you want a mango. Oh man! Oh well. You know I had so much fun when we were at Blue Bonnet checking, <laughs> and we were checking in beers. And I'm talking to you, Travis. Mm-hmm. And and it was I really like where they play great music. We listen like they played the old Stones music. We had to don't wanna see your pizza burning. I mean, that was such a great <laughs> tune. I loved all those songs. We, we I had like a great pizza. Time. Yeah, I do like. Oh man, I'm hungry. It's a good time Me too. <sighs> We're making homemade pizza today. tonight. Nice. You might remember Tony from such episodes as Blue Bonnet <laughs> and Blue Bonnet. Yeah, and Mead. Who knew? <laughs> it's not as good as that Hellas, but it's still pretty good pills. <laughs> it's it's Hellas good. <laughs> Anyway, I really liked it. <laughs> oh my you know, god! The aroma oh, in this goodness. one's almost a little more subtle than the rest of them because the has rest that of them had just like the crazy, intense, yeah. fruity. But this one's a, just a little more. This is a saison. kind of drawn back, but I'm not upset about that. You're right. This is a saison. I like it. It has a very authentic. It is very authentic, sure. yeah. and the, the flavor even is. Dare I say the best thing we've had today? Absolutely, it is. Mm. It is. It, it tits. It's the tits. But you notice this is not as dry as Just some of those tits. others. There's another drop. This is not as dry as yes. some of those others. Uh, this is. It's it's relatively dry. I wouldn't say extremely dry, but it does have a drying uh, finish. But no, yeah, I, said, I didn't. I didn't mean to as. say it wasn't dry yeah, I, right. it, this is not as dry as the other ones we had this this has a more uh, but the flavor profile is more round it has the the tangy funky note mm-hmm. that you would expect out of a saison that stinky feet kind of feel that you expect from your more saison. like horse blanket smell yeah cat, yeah smell. oh somewhat bready uh-huh. So, somewhat bready, yeah. So yes, not, it's not like socks and old spice. <laughs> yes. Without the old spice. Just the socks. Just the dirty socks. Um, you know, it has that, kind of like we talked about at the very beginning, there's going to be a level of uh, wild note. I wouldn't say full-on Brett, but it, it has a wild tinge to it, and that's exactly what this is. It has some sweetness to it, a little bit of tang, 
but then it's got that wild note that just kind of rounds it all out. Mm-hmm. Dang, this is good. It's very good. Yeah, it's tremendous. Now, this was like an eighteen dollar bottle, and I would definitely buy this again. This, this feels like it's worth it. Yeah. So when you're paying for, <laughs> what does it feel like? It feels it feels quality. real nice. In in places, you know, I haven't <laughs> felt nice in in a while. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Well, I'm glad Thanks I for sharing. Out with that. Thanks for sharing. Sweaty balls. Oh, goodness. This is a good beer. I like this one a lot. It's this is good. well done. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah. DuPont is mm-hmm. listed as one of the commercial examples for Saison. What's yeah. the ABV on this? Uh, I forgot. Hey, you got that over ABV. there, Powers? Oh, it's uh, 9.5%. This one was nine as well. Really? That's extremely nine? well disguised. So yeah. this is the highest one that we've had, because the other one was 9.1? Uh, that oh, was 9.4. Oh, 9.4. Yoink. Yoink. Okay. Yes. That's extremely well disguised. But still, that one we talked about, the heat. Mm-hmm. This but that one, was pepper. They had pepper in there. Well, right? I was saying both. The yeah. mixture between the two. But this one, I don't get alcohol heat from at all. It's very tasty. Yeah, Chris was talking about that on the Imperial Tup Saison, that if you had one or the other instead of the heat, the alcohol, and the pepper, that it would be okay. And I feel like this one has that. It yeah. doesn't have the pepper, the black peppercorn notes, but you know the alcohol is, is there, but it's really not, it's not, uh, it's not apparent. What is no. that sweetness? What do you pick up on that sweetness there? You get a good sw- scent on there. What do you get? What is well, that? Well, okay, you so of? I I think there's two parts to fruity esters. Yeast. Well, I was going to say there's definitely fruity esters, but what is that? What I was going to say there there are two parts to a, a a wild fermentation. One of them is funk, and the other is sweetness. As, as far as my palate goes, mm. oh, and I, I think this one has the funk part of the brett without the funkiness the sweet part without the funkiness it's it's, it's not too skunky it's, no it's, it's not skunky not too, it's not yeah. dirty it's, it's not gross yeah. it's just it's got like a i can't really describe what i'm what i'm trying to say um it's, i just hit the nuts it's mm. a beer that's what you're trying to say it's a beer but Dingle what beer. I was trying to no. what I was trying to figure it's, out it's, it's like Travis, when you, when you have brown sugar, there's there's a sweetness to it, but it's also like it's a brown it's sugar. A, yeah, it's a, a dark sweetness. It's not the bright sweetness you get from um, like fruit sugar or cane sugar or it's different. Yeah, and so the the difference I get in a Brett sweetness, it's kind of dank and hay like. And not bright like a fruit or a cane sugar, if that makes any sense. So you got the farmhouse notes coming through. Yeah. So like I said before, the, the horse blanket. But I think that's the other part of the, the Brett thing that you get. There are some funky notes you get from Brett, but you can also get that tangy off sweetness from it too. I don't think this one has bread in it. Cause no, that... I'm, not, I'm not saying it does. Okay, okay. I'm not saying it does. I'm just saying that's the, the kind of sweetness you get from a good Saison. All right. Is it's not quite Brett, but it's not sugary sweet. Yeah. It has kind of a dank sweetness, if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like Brett and Saison yeast are related. 
<laughs> distant cousins. <laughs> well, aren't all yeast distant cousins? <laughs> Don't reach for the drop. Don't reach for the So where I was going, that, that sweetness, and it's changed as it's warmed up a little bit. At first, it was kind of a little bit. A little bit of banana cloves kind of a flavor, but I noticed as it warmed up, it's kind of turned, the sweetness turned into a cherry, a cherry-like tartness now. At, at a different temperature, it turned a little bit different for me. See, I'd say more like a, a prune. You think it's a dark fruit? I think it's more of a... Well, just because, you know, prunes have kind of more of a bite, a bitter bite to them, like a fig, maybe if I don't know. Stone fruit. Yeah. It, cherry seems kind of bright to me for this. And I only noticed that after I'm aerating and yeah. it warmed it up a little bit. Yeah. When it was cooler, it was more of a, a deeper yeah. a deeper sweetness, kind of like you were saying, like a sugar or a brown sugar kind mm-hmm. of scent. Yes. This is by far the best Saison we've had today, though. It's I'm complex. just going to venture to say that. This is very complex. I will posit that. I don't know. Tups. You're going to posit. Is that the right word? I'll posit that to the group. So what's your poundability? Poundability. I would would say eight on this one. So what's your poundability? I'm going to say eight as well. A firm eight. Hmm. Even at nine percent, nine and a half percent, this is a firm eight. What do you score this at? 43. 46. Wow. Well, yeah. This is good. I, I, this is like textbook saison for me. Word, effervescent <laughs> powers. Period. Oh, I would say this. I mean, right now it's a seven point five, but it's probably an eight in all actuality. In non-hungover <laughs> powers terms. Oh my god! <laughs> it's a, I'm about to get hungover power. Yeah, it's yeah. an eight for me as well. And the effervescence is the only thing that would cut it down yeah from being a 10 but it should be effervescent yes but that doesn't make it easy to pound (laughs) i know when you got bubbles coming out your nose right see even after all this time you still have a thin persistent white head i mean which is different from the early 2000s group evanescence (laughs) which you may have heard songs from there both both so what would your uh bjcp rating be 43 without a 43 yeah yeah that's this is solid this is a, a Commercial example, along with the uh, Saison Dupont, even though it's nine percent, nine and a half. We'll, we'll put way, that put that in the super high. strength. I bet that's why super that they listed nine point five as the high end of super strength because of this guy. Yeah, I I would buy that totally. This is fantastic. Oh, I said I said eight, and eight I even said it in German too. An eight for BGCP. Oh, oh my god! god. Oh, <laughs> whoa! There it goes poundability. But you gotta get the phlegm in there. Ach, 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 It's it's an, it's an eight in it, and it's a forty-five all day. Yeah, it's this a forty-five BJCP all day. If we just started, man, the crowds are against you. Oh, if we just started today guys. with this beer, we would have been sorely, sorely disappointed. Disappointed. <laughs> yeah, everything else that comes after it. Like, oh, I was about to say, oh, like. Oh, like this guy coming like after we, that one would have been bad. The tubs <laughs> coming after this would have been bad. When I screwed up and we had those meads before the commercial meads, we had James's meads. Oh, we like totally screwed goodness. that episode totally. <laughs> I was. Those we should have had the commercial know, meads first. I think know. I think we did this in the right order because the tinlet yep. oil was good. It just was a little bit off. Yeah. And then we ended with this guy, and it's just like that's that's it right there. That's what it should be. Yeah. 
totally bookended. <laughs> I think if I were to rank them, I'd say uh, the DuPont, obviously, mm-hmm. then the Till and Toil, then the Light Tups, the Lefe. Even though it's not in style, it still was ahead of the Dark Tups. <laughs> That's just me, though. I'd, I'd probably be right around the same. Uh, maybe, maybe flipping the the imperial tups and the till and toil but other than like but everything else like dupont into imperial saison into till and toil into leffy into winter seasonal tups i think we all have the the dark tups as last place (laughs) actually powers rated this the highest out of everyone spaghetti (laughs) spaghetti (laughs) it's just so great spaghetti Nobody took him to the mat on that one. <laughs> uh, I need to see how many more of those I can get away with. <laughs> Squeeze them all in. Yeah, that's what she said. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> anything else? Anything else on saison? No. All right, saisons are good. They are. Incredible. Oh my god. Well, uh, thank you to our listeners for listening through this entire episode, which is probably too yeah. long. Maybe a little bit. You thanks saw. for thanks to Tony. Yeah, thanks to sorry, yeah. sorry. We are so rambling, bad about rambling. thanking our guests. Yeah, we really we are. Do it now. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> thank you, Tony. For thank you guys for having that me. Was I really my next <laughs> thing to say. Thanks for stealing yeah, that from sure. each other. Sure. Yeah, this is a now. It sounds like you're you serious. Your I had in my head. I was like, yeah. all right, I'm going to thank the as, listeners as and then thanks to Tony for joining us today. He said, "Cheers, cheers to and thank you, Tony." Say that at all. Thank you, Tony. I did not say cheers at all. All right, seriously, you guys. You guys are really awesome. I love listening oh to you every God. week. It's such an honor to get invited back, and and it's so much fun when I have the time to join you guys. I I honor every moment I have have to spend with you guys because it's a lot of fun. It's an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to see all these different ideas from BJCP just people and non BJCP. It's 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 a great honor. It really just is. I really to us appreciate. Argue it. most of the time about we. <laughs> I really I like that the most when you get heated and passionate. That's fun. That's it's like being at a a brew judging competition. Well, there you go. Go. <laughs> that's yeah. the way baseball go. <laughs> It's that cool to have our listener on from time to time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. And like I said in the text, you are welcome anytime. Mm-hmm. You are welcome anytime. Well, thank we you. always have thank a free mic open. And to our listeners, if you ever want to be on an episode, well, shoot us a message. Our listeners on this beer. episode, so bring beer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go again. I meant other <laughs> listeners. Oh, we have more. <laughs> We have tens of listeners. With tens. And tens of listeners. Yeah, like 16. Yeah. Tony is not our only subscriber. <laughs> we also have. We also have. I also, I also subscribe. So oh, okay. Just, yeah, the robot from yeah, Germany. Good, good. That's awesome. We have five subscribers. All five are sitting in this room right now. I was about to say. <laughs> We're awesome. Hey, that's good enough for our sponsors. And Sawyer's like, I don't subscribe to our <laughs> Nope. First house brought to you by Viagra. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. What's that on there? Anyway, so uh, thanks for joining us for this uh, week's episode on Saison. Join us next week when we, we have better content. Better content. I think we're going to revisit IPA again. What? For IPA. IPA 3.0. 3.0. Next week. IPA three times. Cheers until then. Bye. Bye.